0: This is Sheila back with podcast number five. And tonight I would like to read you a few more ghost stories that I pulled up on the internet of haunted places in North Carolina and South Carolina. Uh, But before I do that, I would like to let you know that I have created a MySpace page under the name of Carolina Ghost Also. And I would like to have each and every one of you as a friend on there. If you'll just send me a request, I'll be glad to add you to that page. And also, I would like to have your true ghost stories. They don't have to be from North Carolina or South Carolina. If you would like to have them on this podcast, I would be glad to add them as long as they're true. If you could just send them to me at CarolinaGhost with an S at Yahoo.com. I would be very glad to put them on for you. Okay, to get started with the stories, the first one comes from North Carolina, and the name of it is My Child Talks With Spirits. Okay, she writes, My name is Andrea, and I am a single mother of a two-year-old girl. I moved into my home eight years ago while engaged to my now ex-husband elderly neighbors explained to me that our community was originally built in the 1950's. The houses were intended for veterans returning to the states to have affordable housing. I had lived in the home a little over a year and decided that I would love to have a small dog for companionship while my husband worked late. It wasn't long after the eight-month-old puppy started barking viciously down the hallway facing the door which is now my daughter's bedroom the hair on the back of her neck would stand up and she would shake uncontrollably the bedroom at this time only served as a guest bedroom it was used for storage for extra clothes the dog who would never leave my side anywhere I went in the house refused to enter this room I could never understand why. I knew that some dogs just have funny little quirks about them and just wrote it off as such. Years passed and I never gave my little dog Clea's behavior much attention. However, one night in particular I was watching TV with my little pug sitting on my lap. She started shaking and I looked down at her and every hair on the back of her neck was standing up. She cowered on my lap and began licking her lips in submissive behavior. I baby-talked her, trying to get her to relax, while trying to look and see what had upset her so so badly. I turned my head and I saw nothing. Clea jumped out of my lap and onto the back of my couch, and began barking fiercely, to the point of where she bit her tongue. I have to admit, this scared me terribly. Who or what was scaring my dog? What does she see that I can't? I paced the house nervously until my husband arrived home. He could tell that I was very upset but laughed at me when I told him of our encounter. He stated, You girls have been up too too late watching crazy movies. This occurred again on several occasions after that night, even with him home. He never gave it a second of thought and would scald our dog every time she behaved this way. In the summer of 2004, I was informed by my doctor that I was pregnant. My husband at the time was having an affair that I was not aware of until I was seven months pregnant. We had a horrible fight that night over his adulterous behavior. I made him leave that night I couldn't bear to see his face. After he left the driveway, I began crying hysterically on my couch. My little dog Clea was lying beside me when she began the curl lip growling again. I looked up and the pendants over the bar were swinging in small circles. My nerves were already shot and words began to come out of my mouth that I would never say in a calm state. If you are here to hurt me... Go ahead and get it over with. Can't you see that I'm in enough pain now? The pendants immediately stopped moving, and my little doll chased whatever it was down the hallway until she came to the door, and then she ran back to me. The incident seemed to stop completely after that night. The birth of my daughter took my mind off of all the things that had happened. The room that my little dog hated was now a sweet nursery for my new baby girl, but my little baby did not care for the room either. She would cry every time I would lay her down in the krill. I ended up buying a bassinet for my room, and she would sleep all night long, except for her feedings. As she grew older, she would go into the room to get toys and books. At times, she would reach up towards the ceiling as if for someone to pick her up. This really scared me, who or what was in this room and why. Needless to say, my daughter sleeps with me. My sister, who is a pharmacist's assistant, watched my daughter for me one day while I went to run errands. She heard my daughter talking to someone and went to investigate. Her aunt asked her, Who are you talking to, little bit?" My daughter responded, him, and pointed beside her. He plays with me, and he lives in this room. My sister, who is an MP in the Navy, grabbed my daughter's arm and left the house with all the lights on and the doors unlocked. The latest incident, and the very reason that I am writing this story, is because of what happened just two days ago. My cousin and I were sitting in the living room with her son, who was two months older than my daughter. My little girl was in her room when she began yelling and screaming at the top of her lungs. She ran into the living room to show us her arm. It was red and wept. I remained calmed and asked her what had happened. She said, Mom, he told me to stay out of my closet and that I couldn't have my blue scarf. I asked her, Who are you talking about? Your cousin has been in here with us. No, Mommy, the man that lives in my room, he said, I can't have my scarf because I wrap it around my neck too tight. The last time you put me in time out. My heart felt like it was in my throat. This man in her room understood what went on in our household. He heard me telling my daughter to never wrap things around her neck that could strangle her. My cousin became just as upset as I was, and I would not let and would not let her son play in the room. They left shortly after this happened. The next day, she and her son returned. I am a nurse's assistant, and she had to come by to get her weekly shot. Her son went to the playroom, and we could hear him laughing and talking she jumped up and ran down the hallway there was her son standing in the middle of the room laughing as if he were playing with someone and he was looking in the different direction than us again she left the house with an odd look on her face she called me later that night to tell me of her son's experience at my house he wanted to come back and play with the man at my house I have to admit that I am a little scared who or what is in that room he doesn't seem to be evil or really bother us my daughter is afraid of the dark now and she has never been in the past is it because she can see him in the dark and it startles her how can two children who are less than three years old give the same description of a man that they can't see They are too little to make this up. My little dog, I am sad to say, has passed on, but he knew he was here. I am currently trying to locate the original owners of this house to find out who he might be. Wish me luck. This is my first story, and I'm going to try to be as detailed as possible, so forgive me if I go overboard. My family is from a small town just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. Both my parents were born and raised there, but when I was five, my dad got transferred, and we moved to South Carolina. The house that took, this took place in is my dad's parent, parents' house that he grew up in. My grandmother his mom passed away about 10 years ago and my grandfather lived there until about three years ago and my dad had to put him in a nursing home my dad was transferred back to North Carolina so he and my mom moved into the house and began to remodel now and this is very important my grandmother and my mother did not get along my grandmother God rest her soul, was very unpleasant and hateful person. She wasn't a good mom to my dad. He is an only child. They had many, many issues that unfortunately were never resolved before she died. She never thought my mom was good enough for my dad. I remember lots of tension as a child. She even went as far as to storm out of the house on Christmas day because she didn't like the present that my mother had gave to her. So needless to say, I'm sure my mother living in her house and remodeling her things is making her roll over in her grave. Now all this happened Thanksgiving of the past year. My husband and our two kids all live in South Carolina so when we spend the night at my mom and dad's whenever we come to visit the day was like any other thanksgiving food drinks and all the family together strange things had been happening since they moved in things out of place doors closing on their own the doorbell ringing at random times all the things that are easily explained away this particular evening was not out of the ordinary nothing strange happened we had a lovely dinner after all the family had said goodbye we got the kids ready for bed they both slept in my mom's room the house is fairly small two bedrooms, one bath, a living room and a kitchen the bedrooms are side by side me and my husband slept in my dad's old bedroom so it gets late and we all go to bed now, my husband does not believe in ghosts. He is quite the skeptic. So, when we get up the next morning, and he tells me that he thinks the house is haunted, I am shocked, to say the least. He tells me that about 2 or 3 a.m. he woke up because he thought he heard our son crying. He laid there for a minute because he knew both kids were in my mom's room, and she would take care of it. As he laid and listened, he realized that what he had heard was not our son at all. It was a woman's voice. He thought that my mom had gotten up and was possibly talking to my dad. He said he was rolling over to go back to sleep when the voice got louder. He described it as a woman calling out, but he couldn't understand what she was saying. He says this went on for about a half an hour. He just laid there trying to rationalize in his head all the things that it could be. My parents have three cats, so maybe it was them playing, or maybe it was something outside. But he said the longer he listened, the more he realized it wasn't any of those things. It was definitely coming from inside the house. He finally fell back to sleep. The next morning, he tells me and my mom this story, and we both laughed. it off. Ha, ha. It must be Jane, my grandmother, harassing you, so we just let it go. That day, things in the house were weird. Again, the doorbell rang three different times when no one was at the door. My dad finally got enough of it and disconnected it. Stuff in the kitchen was out of place. My coffee somehow managed to make its way from the counter where I had sat it down on top, on the counter where I sat it down. It made its way to the bookshelf while I was in the bathroom. My kids were fussy all day, which may not have anything to do with the ghost. My daughter, who is usually very independent, clung to me all day long. The cats were very spacic running about and being weird. They usually just lay around all day. The bathroom door refused to stay open all day. It kept slamming shut. Again, all the things that are explained away. So that night, we all went to bed. In the middle of the night, my husband starts to shake me to wake me up. I roll over, about to ask him what the hell he's thinking. I'm very unpleasant when you wake me. When he covers my mouth with his hands and says, Listen. So I lay there listening intently when I hear it. A woman's voice, it sounded like. It was in the hallway. I wasn't able to make out what it was saying, but it did indeed sound like it was calling for something. So we're both laying there listening and giggling like two schoolgirls at how ridiculous the situation really is. I began whispering that I'm sure that it's the cats or something. After a few minutes, I get up the nerve to go and investigate. I open the bedroom door and see what looks like a cloud of mist in the hallway. It immediately vanishes when I step out of the bedroom. So I'm standing there certain that I'm seeing things when the disconnected doorbell starts ringing. Ding, dong over and over and over again. It wakes everyone in the whole house up. My dad goes and checks the wires, and they are all, just as he had left them, disconnected. This goes on for a good two minutes. Then he, then it just stops. My kids are hysterical, and my, my poor husband is, is convinced that Satan himself Is coming to kill us all. We finally got the babies back to sleep and we all went back to bed. The rest of the night was calm. We went home the next day. Since then my dad has gotten rid of the doorbell altogether. Things still come up missing or out of place, but my mom says that she hasn't heard anything at night. Now maybe this is a ghost and maybe not. My question is, If it is indeed my grandmother, and she's pissed off that my mom is living in her house and remodeling, why isn't she calling out to her? Why bother my husband, who never even met her? side, so to speak, but what's going on now in my new house is just plain weird. I'm a big believer in reincarnation and past life, where my wife's view is more inside the box, and she doesn't believe very openly in ghosts. We've been in the house since late October of '7. I of course immediately noticed cold spots in our bedroom accompanied by the smell of cigarette smoke. Neither of us smoke. The other night, my twenty-month-old son woke up crying around 3 a.m. Being that my wife tends to the newborn, I get up with the older one at night. Upon entering his room and lifting him out of the crib, I noticed a dark figure about my wife's size, standing in the corner by the rocking chair. I thought my wife had followed me in because it was hard to get me up at night and I thought she was just checking to make sure that I had got my son. I was really annoyed that she had followed me in and I went to sleep with my son on the couch. The next day I asked her why she had followed me in the bedroom. She proceeded to tell me that she hadn't. Granted that I had, I was half asleep, but looking back, I would have known, I should have known that it wasn't her. I was at home with my son one night in bed, me in the living room. I had the baby monitor in my hand. When I hear him stirring around. I hear a woman's voice say shh who loves you I do I have never been so freaked out in my life I was wide awake I went to his room to find him safe and sound and sleeping most recently I had fallen asleep on the couch when I was awakened by what sounded to me like a rock hitting my living room window and a voice I don't know how to explain this. It wasn't out loud. It was like in my head, like a thought, but it wasn't my thought, and the voice said, That woke him up. I worked a sack of shelf, so two nights ago, around 11.30, I had come home and was watching TV with my wife in the living room. We both heard a loud bang come from my 20-month-old son's room. We both looked at each other and listened to see if he had woken, but heard nothing, so we played it off and continued watching TV. Well, five minutes later, we heard this crazy carnival music coming from his room. I, of course, jumped up and crept down the hall to his room, peered in to see a jazz toy he had, which stands on four legs, light up and was playing music we have never heard it play before just as I peeped in it stopped my wife was right behind me in the doorway at this point so I walked in and got on my hands and knees to look at his toy to see if there was any way or any reason as to why it had gone off or to see if what we thought had failed could have caused it Nothing had fallen, and just as I got on my hands and knees to look at the toy, it went off again in my face. I checked the toy out. Nothing visibly wrong. We had actually just replaced the batteries a couple weeks prior. We also have a CD player which plays classical music for him in his room, which after we left the room... Decided to up its volume so much as to overcome the sound of the TV in the room where we were where we were watching in the living room. Two nights after the incident, I came home and jokingly asked my wife if the ghosts were any bother to her while I was at work, to which she responded, "No." After sitting down, I noticed a sound coming from the back of the house. I asked my wife if she had left the humidifier running in one of the kids' rooms. She stated she didn't have anything running. I walked down the hall to investigate. I opened the bathroom door, and the water was running full blast. I got a little ticked off because A, the water bill. B, We were in a drought, and what a waste this was. She got a little ticked off at me, and she told me that she had been back there after she put the kids to bed no more than a couple hours prior, and it wasn't on then, nor did she even touch the zinc. you all for listening and to say I'm sorry I had a little tongue tied on that last story it's really late here and I'm just trying to get them on before work in the morning but I promise you I will do better on my next ones and I hope that you will all send me your stories and remember they don't have to be from North Carolina or South Carolina they can be from anywhere as long as you want them on and also I would like for you to join me on MySpace Thank you all, and have a good night.